he's doing good things every night. So we don't even have to think. You know, when people ask us if God's doing good things, we don't even have to think it's a second time, do we? He is doing good things. How many How many got to come to the uh, Branson Victory Campaign? Man, did the Lord help us. Glory to God. We should stand up a minute and thank Him, because He helped us. He helped us. We had guests on top of guests, and nobody got hurt. Everybody got out, and the Word got preached. People got healed. Miracles happened. We're going to get testimonies from that. Father, we thank You. Thank You. Thank You for the Branson Victory Campaign, for every good thing that happened, for every good thing that will happen, Lord. We thank You for helping us in the parking lots and and with the people, Lord. Thank You, thank You, thank You for the success that was in that meeting, Lord. We give You glory and we acknowledge that it's because of You that all things went well. And we thank You for it in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Glory to God. He did help us. It was good meetings, wasn't it? I'm, I'm believing we'll see some really big testimonies from that. Um, from, from a snotty nose to whatever, you know what, to cancer to AIDS to whatever comes after. And you know what? He heals all our diseases. Amen? Because that's the good God He is. Glory to God. Well, let's open our Bibles tonight to Psalm 107. Verse 20, glory to God. We'll talk a little healing tonight. How many people in here have ever received healing from God? Glory to God. You know, Kim was talking about our Celebration Sunday closet. She's got that because I learned how to shop online. (laughs) And what you don't realize is that those clothes don't look like that on you. Yeah, and so, yeah, you know, in this whole slim fit generation thing, we've talked about that, haven't we? Yeah, that's uh, that's not me. And uh, you know what? When I'm slim, and I and you know what? I may be slim. You don't know, but I'm not going to wear slim fit. Slim to me would be smaller. <laughs> Glory to God. But, uh, yeah, we get a lot of brand new things in our uh, Celebration <laughs> Sunday closet. She says, you, you got that and it doesn't fit, huh? And I go, no. She goes, okay, we'll put it in the closet. <laughs> we, don't, we don't give it. We don't send anything back. We just keep it because we got a Celebration Sunday closet. Glory to God. So it's a good thing. So you know what? Somebody's going to be blessed by those clothes. Some slim guy is going to be blessed. Glory to God. And I'll be happy for him. I'll be praising God with them. I see them wearing that stuff I bought. So go, yeah, glory to God. Happy, happy. Thank you, Lord. Well, let's pray over the Word tonight. Thank you, Lord. Church ought to be a little bit fun, right? A lot of bit fun, amen? Good things are happening. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just thank you for your Word tonight. We ask that you reveal yourself to us through your Word, Lord. Show us your goodness. Show us your glory, Lord. We receive it with ears to hear and hearts open and receptive, Lord. And we receive every good gift that is within it for, by faith in advance for the good things that will happen, Lord. We pray that it will go deep into our heart, into the good soil. And it will, it will reap a hundredfold return in our lives and in the lives of those that you allow us to touch. And we thank you for it in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Glory to God. Where did I say? Well, Psalm 107? 
Verse 20. Psalm 107, verse 20. He sent His Word and healed the good people. No? Oh, He healed them all. Healed them. Healed them. He sent His Word and healed the young people. Right? Healed them all. Sent His Word and healed them. Healed them. How many thems do I got in here? You know, a lot of people think they got this down. Don't think you got it down. Because if we had it down, there'd be no sick among us. Huh? That's right. Did you know that Jesus was O for a gazillion, or a gazillion and O? He'd never had any failures until tradition and religious thinking came along. And made excuses why people don't get healed. People don't get better. And all of a sudden, we blamed God for failures. And God's never had a failure. Did you know that God's never failed? It is an impossibility for His Word. We are, we're positive proof that His Word's never failed because we're all here tonight. If His Word ever fails, the world will explode. Right? Because the world's upheld by the power of His Word. The Word of His power, actually. Right? So if at one point His Word fails... That'll be it. You'll just be gone. You won't even know what happened. You'll just be gone. His Word never fails. But every time that we take a verse like this and we stretch something else into it, amen? Like, you know, when we say, well, yeah, I know God heals, but, you know, I'm getting old. And when you get old, you just have a few creaks and cracks. And we don't have to have a few creaks and cracks. Amen? Well, you know, I know God heals, but sometimes you just catch a cold or get the flu. There's just nothing you can do. There is God doesn't sometimes He doesn't say sometime He sent His word and healed them. It says He sent His word and healed them. Doesn't say He sent His word and sometime healed them. Sometimes not even in there. He sent His word and healed them. Do you know that this is the title of the message tonight? That Jesus is famous for healing people. That's what He's famous for. He's famous for preaching the Word and healing people. Everywhere He went, He taught the Word of God and people got healed. And, and, and it doesn't say some of them got healed. It always at the end of it says all. He healed all the sick among them. Amen. All of them. And that's the way He is. And he, and he didn't discriminate. He didn't say, he didn't walk up to someone and say, well, you know, if you wouldn't have done all those stupid things, you wouldn't be sick. I can't heal you. No. You know what? Just about every time we're sick, probably we did something stupid. Right. <laughs> you, know, you know, sometimes something stupid just is, you did, is, okay, we'll go with ignorant rather than stupid so we don't feel bad. How about that? Right? I don't want to be ignorant or stupid. God didn't want us to be ignorant. He said, I wouldn't have you to be ignorant. Right? Right? He doesn't want us ignorant. He wants us well is what He wants us. Amen? And so God doesn't discriminate in that way. He doesn't... He do, you know, it would be like going to the doctor and the doctor saying, well, I could give you some medicine to fix that, but you did it to yourself, so no. Right? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. You, you did. If a doctor is good, good. how much gooder is God? Huh? We serve a good God. And when we start adding things into these Scriptures, they start... Stri- I, you know, I, I went, had somebody go get some Silly Putty. Anybody remember Silly Putty? 
huh? And you could put it on the comic page, and you could pick it up, and it was backwards, but you could read it. Backwards, right? But when you stretched it out, it made their faces look funny. You know, that's what we do with the Word of God. We take it and we put it on our silly putty, and then we start stretching it so we can fit our extra words in there. And you know, what started out black becomes gray. And the wider you get it, it becomes more and more gray. Because the Word of God with the tradition of man in it has, is, is powerless. Amen? So we, we don't want to stretch God's Word to fit our experience in it. Or lack of experience, if you will. Right? Because, you know, a lot of people read that verse and they say, God sent His Word and healed everyone but my grandma. Because their first thought goes to somebody that they thought believed and believed and believed and, and then went on home. Right? And so their first thought is, He healed everyone but them. No, He did. He healed everyone. You know, I love your grandma. I love, I love my mom. Right? But she's in heaven today. And she didn't get healed to get there. <laughs> People say, you can say that about your mom? Yeah. If I didn't, she'd come back and slap me one day. You know why? Because she knew the Word of God. Amen? And the Word of God's truth and its final authority, and there is nothing greater than it. And there never will be anything greater than the Word of God. Amen? And if I said anything contrary to that, if she could get back to me, she would get back to me and slap me silly. Because she loved the Word of God. Still loves the Word of God, I should say. She's probably up there in a Bible study somewhere right now. Amen? (laughs) Dancing or something weird, because she was weird too. (laughs) She was a fun lady. (laughs) He sent His Word and healed us. Healed them. And delivered them from their destructions. He didn't, he didn't put stipulations like we have begun to do. You know, people say, well, we're Word of Faith people. We don't do that. Yeah, we do. We do all the time. We, it's spiritual pride. It couldn't be me. That's spiritual pride. It could be you. You know what I find? I find sometimes I look at God like He's over there. You guys ever find that? Like, like it's a storybook and not, not an event? Okay, I do. So, all you people who don't, pray for me. Not purposely, because you know in your heart it's not a storybook, and it is truth. But you're sitting there and you're looking at it, and you're like, what do I have in common with Him? And that's not right thinking. Jesus died to change that thinking. Amen? So your mind could be renewed. And so that you and God could be just like this. Same page all the time. Amen? And that's, that's the way He wanted it. That's the way He wants it. He's famous for healing people. He's famous for healing every person that ever asked Him to be healed. That's, that's what, that's when people said a great fame went out about Him, that was what it was about. He went in and He taught and they said, Whoa! Nobody has ever taught the Word of God like this. He teaches with authority, not like the preacher. (laughs) Now what they said, not like the scribes and Pharisees. He teaches as one that knows. Like he believes actually what he's saying. Boom! Wow! Huh? And when he did, it brought faith. And Because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. 
the anointed Word of God. And when He taught in that anointing, faith came up in people, and they were able to receive their healing in every one of them. Amen? Amen? Why? Because He didn't water it down. Right? He didn't say, well, you're a special case. God just didn't want to heal you, sister. Right? He needed you in heaven earlier than that. No, He didn't water it down. Not one bit. When He spoke the Word, He spoke the goodness of God. He spoke the glory of God. He spoke the truth of God. And people heard it. And when they heard it, it went in their heart. And, they were, and, they, and their faith arose. And they received healing. Amen? That's what should be happening here. Guess what? Jesus hasn't changed. He's still famous for healing. He's famous for it. Right? He... He's, he doesn't not do it ever. How about that? Did you get that? He doesn't not do it ever. Amen? Yeah, we could go with the always does it. That's kind of the simple way to put it. Sometimes my mind works like that. And sometimes it works like that. We, we don't know. But we know that He always heals. We know that His will is always for us to be, will, to be well, to be whole. And he, he doesn't care if it's your nose is running. He doesn't care if it's a headache. He, he's, he's, he, his, here's what He thinks of sickness. He doesn't like it. It came with the curse and He got rid of the curse. And He doesn't want... His compassion is an unwillingness for you to be sick. The compassion of God is an unwillingness for you not to have the goodness of God in your life. He's unwilling. He's unwilling that you wouldn't have it. Amen? But, but sometimes when we look at this Word, we need to back off for a second and say, wait a second, that's my Father talking to me. Amen? That's a real God. That's a real time. That's a real place. Why? Because that's how you, you got to make him famous in your heart again. He's become unfamous. Is that a word? Because you've, you've put him out here, and he's right here. And, and we're reading the Bible and we're seeing the stories. And we say, did you, did you read that story today? It's not a story, it's an event. Amen? If you read the paper, you'd say, well, did you see what happened today? If you read it out of the paper, You'd give the paper more respect. Did you see what happened? Just a thousand, it was just a thousand, two thousand years ago. All these people, one place, got healed. Amen? Because that's God's will. God's will is that not one person would leave this room sick. Not one person would leave this room in a wheelchair. Not one person would leave this room with any ailments whatsoever. That's God's will. Amen? And the minute we put a butt on it, we change it. We, we hold it powerless. We, we, we keep Him from doing what His Word already has the power to do. Amen? Glory to God. You guys with me? Are you getting faith? You're getting some faith? You know, because we, we don't want to do that. We don't want to treat God like He's afar off. You ever been in your car praying and you act like you're praying to somebody out on the hood? He's not out on the hood. He's right there with you. He's right there in you. Amen? 
God's not afar off. He, he brought Himself near to us through Jesus Christ. He brought us near to Him. Glory to God. We're near to God. You know, if people say, well, if Jesus touched me, I don't know if I'd be healed or not. Nobody says that. Everybody, I guarantee you, I can go up to every person in this place today and say, what do you think would happen if Jesus touched you? Would you get healed? And somebody would say, hmm, well, I don't know, brother. <laughs> I got it bad. You know, I don't know that Jesus ever dealt with what I've got going on. Nobody would say that. They would say, yes, for sure, he's never failed. He still never failed. Guess what? Jesus raised from the dead. And he raised more powerful than he went in. Right? Because he took the keys to death, hell, and the grave. When he went to hell, he, he came out with everything that the devil had against us, and he don't have nothing in him anymore. He stripped him, that's right. Stripped him bare. Glory to God. Healing is ours. It's as ours as salvation. It is part of salvation. You can't separate the word salvation and healing. They mean the same thing. You cannot separate them. Well, we're going to get to our second verse at some point. You know, you think, well, we've heard that verse 107, 20 forever. We know it. that verse has got so much stuff in it. It's living and active. Every time we come back to it, it's grown three new branches. Amen? That's what the Word of God's like. You put it in the ground, and you, the one day you look at it, and you're like, hey, that's pretty. Next day, boom, it's bigger. We serve an awesome God. Thank you, Lord. We ain't going to exhaust any verse in this Bible ever. Ever, because it's living and active. It's always growing. It's always got more there. Amen? Glory to God. Look, look at Luke 5. Luke 5. Luke 5 and verse 12. Thank you, Lord. This is good. I like it. I always wait till I get out here to see how God's going to put it out, because, man, he's, he's way better at it than I am. Gets me excited about the time I get up here, I start hearing, and I'm like, man, that's an exciting message. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the CD and listen to it later. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Luke, Luke 5:12, King James version. And it came to pass when he was in a certain city. You know, Jesus was always in the right place. That's why he was in a certain city, because he was in the one he was certainly supposed to be in. Amen. He was. That was where he was certainly supposed to be, right? He was seeing certain people, right? He was, that's, you know, that's where he was supposed to be. And it says, Behold, a man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus fell on his face. Why? Why did he fall on his face when he saw Jesus? Because Jesus was famous for healing. Well, how did this guy know? Because in the verses prior to this, it talked about how he done good things and, and his fame spread throughout the region. His fame was spreading faster than he could walk from city to city. And they didn't even have telephones. Can you imagine? Can you imagine when everybody starts getting healed every time they ask? With cell phones and internet. We don't have enough church here, people. We ain't going to have enough seats. 
right? Because when when this happened on a, with no cell phones, no internet, no communication, before he got to the next city, the fame of him arose and people were looking for him. And they weren't just looking for a man that maybe could get you healed. They were excited about it. They, you know, that's what we've got to get. We've got to get that excitement back about the Word of God. What you're excited about is what you push for. You know, and somebody comes up to you and they say, you're just talking to somebody else, and they say, man, you know, I went to the doctor, and they gave me a report. And you say, oh, whoa, man, do I got news for you. I got news for you. Jesus is famous for healing that right there. Whatever it was. And, and you're excited. And you don't, and they don't say, well, I don't know. Yes, it's true. I've seen it. I've heard it. It happens all the time. Believe it. And you don't stop. Why? Because you're excited about it. Because His fame is in your heart. Amen? Because you know a famous person. Huh? That's never failed. He's famous for His success. He's famous for His love. He's famous for seeking and saving the lost. Glory to God. We serve a good God and He's famous for being good. We've made Him famous for other things. I was talking to a young lady. Um, Actually, I was talking to her dad, but he was telling me a story that she'd been dealing with. And uh, she'd had a friend that had had an accident and was hurt really bad. And they started believing God, got in faith, started believing God, started seeing some good things, started seeing some recovery. It says you'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They started seeing some recovery. Well, recovery builds your faith. Huh? Recovery. You start saying, ooh, <laughs> this, this, this God is good. This God is good. And you start getting excited about it. And then some well-meaning Christian comes up and says, well, now, don't get their hopes up. Don't get their hopes up in case God doesn't heal them. But, but it ain't right. But that's, that, that was easy for us to see. Look at your own life. Say, God, show me where I'm doing that. Show me where I'm squelching someone's faith. When when you hear the Word of God, when you hear a story, don't say, ooh, I can't believe they did that. Why can't you believe it? you got the same capability they got. Did you know you can unbelieve just as easy as you can believe? Huh? In fact, you can do it easier because it takes no effort to unbelieve. good English. It, it, it takes no effort to unbelieve. It takes no effort to get mad at God, blame God. It takes no effort. It takes nothing on your part to fail. So it's easier. But it says in the Bible, hope makes not ashamed. So why are we trying to dash somebody's hope? Get their hope up, their Bible godly hope up as high as you can get it. Because hope makes not a shame. It never disappoints. True hope is, a, is, an, is an expectation of what your faith's bringing in. Amen? It, 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 it is your expectation that I'm grabbing hold of this promise and it's now mine. That's hope. It's, hope, hope isn't thinking it might have it. Hope already has it. It's just, it's just waiting for it to come in. 
It's reaching out with its big faith hands to grab it. Amen? Amen? So we don't squelch people's hope. That is putting things into scriptures that don't exist. Where is that scripture that says don't get somebody's hopes up? Amen? I remember when I first started teaching Bible studies. And man, Rick made people mad. Maybe it was me. Might have been both of us. But man, we get people believing for things, but that, which was all fine and good until they decided to quit believing. And then they were mad at you because God didn't do. And we're like, how does that work? Well, it's easier to be mad at me and quit than it is to go on for them. Right? But we don't, we don't want people to quit. And, and I'm not going to stop building somebody's hopes up and say something like, well, just in case, just in case God doesn't, is it, maybe He's not able to fix your problem. Where, where's that in the Bible? We can't find Scriptures to back up unbelief. There are no Scriptures to back up unbelief. Amen? God is an awesome God. He does awesome things. And He's famous. And we need to start treating Him like that. We need, when we come up to somebody that's not well, we need to say, we have the best news in the whole universe for you. That's right. You are getting ready to be well. Because you don't got to be sick no more. Jesus, He, he bore your sickness. He carried your disease. Amen? Amen? And we need to be that excited about it. And when they think we're weird, okay. Okay. I'm not saying do somersaults and talk in three different tongues to them. Tell them the good news. That's the first thing Jesus was famous for. Tell them the good news. The good news of the kingdom of God. And the second thing was healing. Why? Because it always follows. Because it's part of the good news. Right? What's it say in Acts 10.38? How, how, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth well, with the Holy Ghost and power. And He went around doing good and healing most everybody He came to. You guys are a bunch of fanatics, okay? You guys just, you guys just think God will do whatever you want Him to do. No, you know, we don't. We think God already did it. We think He loved us so much and loved you so much that He sent His Word and healed you. Before you needed healing, He sent His Word because He knew you were going to need some healing. Amen? Glory to God. Where were we? Luke, Luke 5? It says, And it came to pass when He was in a certain city, a bold man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus, fell on his face and besought Him, saying, Lord... If you will, called him Lord, first of all. Knew who he was talking to. You know, that's the thing. His fame wasn't just fame that there's a man going around from city to city. Remember, these people had Isaiah. They, they had the books in the Old Testament. And they had heard about Jesus. Right? And when they started hearing these signs and wonders coming to pass, and this man speaking the word boldly, faith started coming up in them. Right? We know they had the Old Testament because Jesus read out of Isaiah 61, right? Right? And the devil quoted Psalm, Psalm 91, right? It was there. 
They had word. They had healing word. They had word of the Messiah. They had word of the Christ. And when these things started happening, they began to have faith in what they heard about Him. And He became famous. Famous because He spoke as one that had authority and power. And He healed all that were sick. Amen? He's famous for healing. You sick tonight? I got a famous Jesus. And He's famous for healing me. He's famous for healing you. He's famous for healing every person that ever came to Him. And He's not dead. He's alive and He's here in the midst of us. He's been innocent through us through the Holy Spirit. And He's doing, He's the same yesterday. What did He do yesterday? Healed. What's He going to do tomorrow? Heal. Why? Because that's what He does. That's like saying, I wonder if God loves me. That's what He does. He can't not love you. It's what He does. It's who He is. Right? It's not an action. It's just what when He comes around, love is all over you. Because He's God. You, know, you don't understand, ah, oh, God don't love me. God not only loves you, He wants to love you. Like if you say, God, why do you love me? He says, because I want to. Guess what? If God wants to do something, ain't nobody stopping him. And he wanted to love you before the foundations of the universe. He wanted to love you so much that he sent his son to die on your behalf. He wanted to love you. Amen? He wanted you to be close to him, and he wanted to give you everything he ever had for you. Amen? And all you had to do was reach out and grab it. With your big faith hands. Amen? Because your hope made not ashamed. Glory to God. Boy, we're almost through two verses. Oh, good news, it's only 7.30. Phew, boy. Huh. Sarasota, it's only 8.30 there. We're doing good though, right? He besought him saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou can make me whole if I'm supposed to be. Huh? Is that what he said? You say, Lord, I hope, I really wished you could do something about this great problem I have. Hmm? No, he said he was certain why he had already heard of his fame. You know where he heard of it? He heard it just before this because in verse 37 it talked about how he cast out a devil and the fame of him went around the, around the whole area. He heard about him. And he heard about him in the Scriptures. He was coming. They'd been hearing about him for years. And you know what? I don't think that they had watered down words as much as we have. When they heard a Savior was coming, it was a Savior. It was somebody that won every fight. It was somebody that carried all the right equipment. It was somebody that never could lose. It was bigger and badder than anything that could come against me. It was a Savior. It was somebody who would take me from death unto life. That's our Savior. Don't water him down. He's famous for doing that. He's never failed. You know that nobody's ever asked to be saved? And he said, limit's up, sorry. Now I know there's some religions that believe that, but that's why we call them religions. (laughs) Glory to God. He's never not saved somebody. Everybody that has come to him will in no wise ever be cast out. People say, well, you don't know what I did. 
Doesn't matter what you did. He ain't changing. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? He saved yesterday. He healed yesterday. He still saves, and He still heals. Amen? Tonight, you know what He's doing? He's in the healing business. He's in the saving business. He's in the I'll give you peace business. He's, he's in the love business. Amen? It's what He does. It's who He is. He's a son of His Father and His Father is love. Glory to God. So everything He's motivated to do, He's motivated to do out of love. Amen? And what was it? so when he asked, he said, when this when this guy came to him and said, "You can heal me if you will." Well, of course, love would answer yes. And Jesus immediately spoke words. It said, it said, and he besought him, saying, and then it says, and Jesus put his put forth his hand, which is you don't do right. You don't touch lepers, right? If you touch lepers, you'll get leprosy. Right? That's how you get leprosy, right? You touch lepers. Didn't seem to bother Jesus. Why? Because he loved him. He loved him. And he, and he reached forth his hand and he touched him, saying, what, what did he do? He used words again. He used words. And he said, I will. He said, I will. He didn't even need to say anything more. No sermon. You know, sometimes people come up to us and ask us about healing, and we have five too many scriptures. Yeah. Because nah? they can only handle one. I remember when I could hardly even handle one. I could only handle like a half. I'd go home and say, Mom, I don't feel good. And she'd say, well, you need to. And I'd go, oh, that's it. <laughs> that's all I can handle today. Thanks. I'm sure I'll be well. Orange juice and word in my room. I know. I know the rules. There I go. Right? If, if they can't handle three scriptures, don't give them three scriptures. Love wouldn't do that. You say, well, I'm going to give them some land yet. They can't handle land yet. they got no place to store it. If you'll give them what they need, they'll have all kinds of room in their heart for the rest of it. Amen? What if, <laughs> what if Jesus would have said, well, I, I will, but I've got I to preach to you a little while first. Because you, know? you, you wouldn't be in this condition. You know, had you not went over here and had you not done that, and you shouldn't have went there, and I don't know what you were doing this time in your life. Let me go, let me take you back through time and show you all your mistakes so I can show you why you're sick. You don't need to see why you're sick. Right. right? Did I teach this once before? Don't Google it. (laughs) Huh? If you don't feel good, get healed. Don't go Google and see why you don't feel good. You know why you don't feel good? You're not well. I Googled it all for you right there. Something in your body is contrary to the wellness that's supposed to be there. Amen? People say, I wonder if I got the flu. I need to look at every symptom. Go through the lineup. You know what? The devil will love it if you go through the lineup. He'll even add some stuff to it. You know what? You'll get, you'll get to the end and say, ah, fever. Yeah, got that too. Scratchy throat. Yeah, I got all those. The devil will say, wait a second. You're kind of hurting in your chest too, aren't you? This is a lot worse than the flu. He'll have you having stuff that, that he'll give you. He'll give new names to new diseases. They say, "Oh, I bet this is something they've never heard of." I'll have to go to clinic after clinic, spend all the money I ever had, and, and he'll have you in a tiz before you ever realize. Wait a second, Jesus is famous for healing, and he's my Lord. And he said, 
I will when I ask if it was His will to heal. Amen? Everybody that ever asked Jesus to be healed got healed. If they ask and expected to get healed. And people say, well, I ask Him. Well, if you ask Him in faith, you got healed. And they said, no, I didn't. (laughs) Okay. Listen to your own sentence. Go from there. Well, you know, isn't that true? I mean, when you argue with the Word of God, you can either use, it's now the Word of Dave. Right? If I want to add my stuff to the Word of God, it's no longer the Word of God, it's the Word of Dave. And I can tell you how much the power the Word of Dave has. Right? It'll get you a Mountain Dew out of my refrigerator. That's it. Amen? Because there's no power in the Word of Dave. And when, when the Word of Dave mixes itself with the Word of God to try, and, to, try to explain away its lack of experience, then, then now it makes the Word of God powerless to do what the Word of God already wants to do and already has the power to do. Amen? Yeah. He put forth His hand. He touched Him saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately... How quick? Immediately. Immediately. You know when you should start trying to walk after you couldn't? Immediately. Right. People say, I I don't feel like I can yet. He didn't ask you if you felt like it. The leper, he didn't didn't say, I will be clean. Now how do you feel? As far as we know, he walked off right then. Why? Because... that's how certain the Word of God was to Jesus. He was the Word of God. Amen? The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Amen? That's the Word that Jesus sent, or that God sent in Psalm 107, where it says He sent His Word. What was that Word? Jesus. Jesus is God's yes and amen. Every time you ask, uh, ask something of Jesus, the answer is yes and so be it. Amen? Yeah, every time you ask according to God's will, it's yes and so be it. And we know God's will is for us to be well. Jesus is famous for it. We'll keep saying that. Because it's not a story. It's truth. It's as real as though it happened yesterday. It's as real as it is happening right now. There's people in this room right now that had sickness in your body when you came in here, and it's leaving you right now. It's leaving you right now. Why? Because the anointed Word of God is being preached. And when it's being preached, your faith is coming up, and that sickness is going. It doesn't say that the, that the leper rolled over and, and, and twitched and, and, had to, and, and fell out for three days. It says the leprosy departed. Amen. Guess what? There are sicknesses in this. They're departing. Amen. They better be able to walk through walls because they ain't staying here. They're departing. Yeah, you can start checking yourself. They're gone. They're gone. If you have to stand up and dance a little bit because you notice it, go ahead. You won't bother me. Thank you, Lord. Jesus Jesus said, and, and immediately the leprosy departed from him. And Jesus charged him to tell no man. He said, don't tell anyone. But do what, the, do what the Bible says. Go show yourself to the priest and offer for that cleansing. In other words, he said, do according to what the laws ask you to do. You got healed. 
Right? Do, do what you ought to do. What's the next verse say? But so much more. So much the more went there the fame. Jesus just got more famous. Was He doing this to get famous? No. He was doing this because He loved those people and that's what happened. When good things happen, people will surround it. Amen? And people are beginning to see this isn't just a man walking around from city to city. This is the Son of David. This is the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the Anointed One. This is the Messiah that was to come. This is Him. And they knew what, they, what the Bible said He would do. Amen? And they chased Him down. They chased Jesus down. It says multitudes followed Him. Why? So that they could get healed. Amen? What did they do when they, when they followed Him? They followed Him, they heard the Word, and they were healed. That's what happened. Guess what? I'm a follower of Jesus. Got any other followers of Jesus? You, you hear the Word, and you'll be healed. you be healed. Be healed in your body. Be healed in your mind. Be healed in your spirit. Be healed in your house. Be healed. Be healed. Receive this tonight. You don't have to walk out of here any other way but healed tonight. Amen? People say, well, Dave, how can you be so sure? Jesus is famous for it. Right? He's a gazillion and zero. A gazillion healed, zero not. Huh? It says in the book of John that He did so many things, good things, that they couldn't fit in all the books in all the world. Do you know how many things that is? That's a lot of things because there's a lot of books. Big books, lots of pages. Can't fit. And, and you know what people have to do? They have to say the Bible's lying to not believe that. Right? The Bible don't lie because we're still here, right? Remember we already discussed this. If the Bible lies, we're gone. Poof. That's it. Amen? But so much more there went there a fame abroad of Him, and great multitudes came together to hear Him. And what did they do? They came together to hear Him and be healed. They came together to do two things. The two things that He's famous for. To hear the Word of God and to be healed. What, what are we doing here tonight? We came to hear the Word of God and be healed. Amen? People say, well, I'm not sick. Good, you be healed. People that aren't sick, be healed. That's how they be. Right? If you don't feel bad, you be healed. Right? <laughs> That's right. If you're not sick, you be healed. Right? If you're, if you're saved, you be saved. Right? Yeah. It's not something we get. It's something we are. I are healed. Huh? I are healed. Sometimes we we got to turn this stuff around so we understand it. Jesus ain't out here. He's right here. Everything He did then, He does now. He'll do later and He'll do forever. Amen? And the more we get these things in our spirit, the more we get this faith in our heart, the more excited we get about it and the more famous He becomes. Why? Because we quit making Him unfamous with our own words and we begin to use the truth of the Word of God again and it draws men. Why? It's His goodness. 
It's His goodness. And when they see people healed and set free, and when they see people's lives changed, and when they see somebody who was crazy start acting right, then it draws. They say, I want to be like that. I'm tired of being wishy-washy and thrown back and forth by every wind of doctrine. I want that Jesus. Good news, that's the only Jesus. The other ones were all decoys. They were distorted images by the devil to get you off of the real. People say, well, that's just not my experience. Change your experience. Change your experience. Don't change the Word of God. Amen? Don't don't leave room for failure. Because God can't fail. He's never failed. Love never fails. It never comes short. It never doesn't succeed. Right? It doesn't run out. It doesn't quit. That's why it doesn't fail. It's all it has all these unquitting qualities. Right? How long is it patient? Forever. His patience will run out when forever runs out. Yeah. Right at the end of eternity is where God's patience runs out. So when you find that, that's where you'll know. That's where His patience just ran out on you. Right? He, he, he's, he's got no more patience for you. Eternity hit. God doesn't run out of patience. Like we get this far and we say, oh, I'm out of patience. God hadn't even started. Right? He's, he, he doesn't run out of kindness. He is kindness. He is patient. See, we're trying to be patient instead of, or trying to act patient instead of be patient. Right? We're trying to act kind instead of be kind. We don't, we don't want to act kind. We want to be who we are. We're recreated in Christ Jesus to do good works. What good works? The good works that are now in us. We now have the ability to love where other people don't. We can be kind. We can be patient. We can be long-suffering. We can keep no record of wrongs. You know what? People don't do that. That's not natural. you got people that are mad at people for generations. Generations. We don't have to do that. We have a better way. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. How do we get off on all that? See, God's got stuff. He, he's got stuff. He's good. He's famous for having stuff, I'm telling you. We just got to watch what He's doing because He's doing it. He's doing it. You're getting healed right now. You are receiving your healing. You are being healed. You're becoming the unsick. Amen? You're becoming the unwell. Or the well. You're becoming the well. You're becoming the... you're You're not unsick. You're becoming well. Not unwell. No unwell people here. Right? Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. They came to hear and be healed. What did they come to hear? They came to hear of His fame. Amen? They came to hear of the goodness of God. The goodness of God's famous. It was famous in the Old Testament. Look at Habakkuk 3. Habakkuk 3, verse 2. Look at it in the NIV because it makes so much more sense that way. Yeah. You know, the King James, thou dost and boast. Yep. It says, Lord, I have heard of your fame. What, what, what are they saying? 
We've heard your word. We've heard the good news about you. And I stand in awe of your... What are they saying? I believe it. You don't stand in awe of something you don't believe. Somebody tells you something good and you don't believe it, you go, ah, yeah, this is the kind of awe. You go, ah. That's not the kind of awe he's talking about. He's saying, I stand... This is awesome. This, this is good. And he's saying, I believe it. I've, I've heard what you've done. I've heard who you are. Oh, oh Lord, renew them in my day, in my time. What's he saying? Do it again. Do it again. What? He's getting excited. That's what we need to do when we read the Word, when we read about Jesus healing somebody. We need to get excited about it. We need to say, this is what He does. Good news for you. You don't got to be sick no more. Good news. Good news. This is what He does. We've heard about it. He's a merciful and kind God. Renew it in our day. Renew it in our time. Make it known. Make it known. Glory to God. What did He do when He healed this leper? When the leper was healed, it it got published throughout the area. It was made known. Amen? we got to make it known. We have stacks and stacks of of testimonies of people that have been healed. And we, we hear these testimonies and we say, wow. It's not just wow. God healed them. It's bigger than wow. It's way bigger than wow. It's the answer to every problem life ever will offer. It's huge. It's big. It's like this, you know, um, whew, I'm getting ahead of myself. Whew, I like it. I like it. Psalm 67. Psalm 67, verse 1. says, God, you can look at it in the King James. Be merciful unto us and bless us and cause His face to shine upon us. Verse 2. That they may, that, that your way may be known upon the earth. What's he saying? Bless us. Bless us. Bless us. Do good to us. That your way may be... Why? Because that's what God does. And when, when He does it to us, He's saying do it so other people will see you're good. You're not, you don't want just to have God's goodness so that you feel good. You don't want to be healed just so you feel good. You want to be healed so you feel good. But you want to be healed... You want to be like that leper. He went around and broadcast it everywhere. Amen? And that's what he's saying here. He's saying, he's saying make, make your way known upon the earth. You're saving health to the nations. What's he saying? Your fame will go forth. If you bless my life, your fame will go forth from here. I'll tell everybody I know. There won't be a living soul that doesn't know how good you are. Amen? Your saving health will go to all the nations. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. I like that. Look at look at uh, look at jo- what is it Joshua uh, yeah Joshua look at Joshua too. This is how famous God is. He's so famous he scares your enemies before you ever go to battle. Right? You know if we actually get in faith, then what happens is the minute sickness tries to, the sickness come near us, it gets afraid. They say we can't get on him. And the devil says you go you get on. He says we can't get on him. He can't get on us. It's afraid of us because we neutralize it, we kick it out, it, it has to go. We don't, just, we don't just send it away, we eliminate it. Right? You know, I was in the 
bug business, bug spraying business for just like a year, right? How many knows what happens to termites when you treat your house for termites? They go next door. That's exactly what they do. If the house next door is not treated, they got termites now. Because you don't kill them, you just remove them. Right? I always thought that was a bummer because I'm crawling under these houses and getting these cobwebs in my hair and digging trenches around the side and spraying this stuff. And I'm like, and you mean all I'm getting them to do is move? That's not what happens with the Word of God. He doesn't just give the sickness to move to somebody else. He gets rid of it. Amen. He took out the roots of sin. He, he didn't come and pull the leaves off the tree. He took out the roots. And He said, you can exist no longer. Amen? Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Where, where did I tell you to go? Anywhere? Joshua. Joshua. I mean, two. Um, this is a story where the spies went over and they're spending the night on Rahab's roof. Amen? In verse 8, it says, uh, this is the NIV, it says, Before the spies laid down that for the night, she went up on the roof. And she said to them, I know. How did she know? His fame had already went ahead of them. The Lord's fame. What, what fame was he? She said, I know that the Lord's given you this land. How did they know? Because they, <laughs> this is what the Lord had said. This is your land. He, he said it over and over again. And other people repeated it. And it went further than their mouth. It went out. And, and he became famous. Why? Because he gave it to them. He said, we know that, you, that, that this land is yours and great fear of you has fallen on us. They're afraid of them because God split the Red Sea. Why? Because God does things for us, right? Then people say, wow, that's God's people. We better not mess with Paul. He's God's. Amen? He's God's. And the devil ain't going to mess with you. You're God's. That's why we don't want God to be way out there. Because when He's way out there, He's God. When He's right here, He's Father. Amen? He's Healer. He's, 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 he's Jehovah Jireh. He is our victory. He is our peace. He is our love. He is our Father. We can't read the stories and, oh, that God. That God, He was such a good God. We, we, all, we, we almost get talking about Him in the past. tense. He was so good back then. No, He's the same. He's even gotten gooder. Amen. He gave us a gooder, a new and better covenant. Amen. Based on better promises. Glory to God. It's more sure. Thank you, Lord. He said, she said, I, I, I know God's given you this land. And so all that live in this country are melting with fear because you're coming to get it. Because this is your land and you're coming to get it. Because we heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you. What? For you. We heard, how does His fame go forth? For you. We heard how He healed your body. We heard how He took care of your bills. We heard how He saved you. We heard how your God took care of you. People should hear how good our God is on a constant basis. We heard He's doing good things in your church. He's not doing good things. He's doing the goodest things. He's doing better things than you can ask or imagine. Glory to God. Glory to God. He's a good God. He's doing good things. 
And, 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 and we, he's, he's, he's famous before we make him that way. His fame goes ahead of us. Amen? Because we're his. And it says, it says, we heard how he split the Red Sea and he brought you out of Egypt and you came out of Egypt and what you did and what you did to, the, to Sihon and Og, whoever they are, and the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan. What, what are they saying? We heard what God did for you and we know we ain't got a chance. That's how sickness and disease should be around in your life. We heard who you were and we know there ain't no reason and that's who you should... You say, I know who I am, and there ain't no reason for me to be sick. There ain't no reason for me to feel bad. There ain't no reason for me to have this report. I got a report. It's the report of the Lord. That's the one I'm sticking with. Amen? I don't have to have a bad report. I got a good God. And He's saying good things about me, and He's famous. I got a famous God. How many of these other gods are famous for doing good things for their people? They're, they're all sticks and stones. They're pieces of wood. They ain't done nothing good. Right? Even if, you, even if they were real, it, it, don't go read about them. They've never done anything good. They're mean. I don't know why you'd want to serve some of these gods. They're mean. They want to hurt you, and if you don't hurt yourself, they're not happy. That's a mean God. Especially for a fake God. Which means you're really doing it to yourself. Stop it. How about that? Just stop it. Just stop it. Glory to God. Luke 5 again. Were we in Luke 5 earlier? We're going to go back. Because Jesus is still becoming famous in Luke 5. More famous. More famous than he was before. Glory to God. Well, we're just right at the end of it, too. I almost could have put it on the same page. Wouldn't have, wouldn't have, wouldn't have, wouldn't have preached right, see? Had to do it just like this. Luke, Luke 5, 17. And it came to pass on a certain day. What? Certain day? Jesus, Jesus was at the right place, the right time. It was a very certain day. Right? And there was something certain going to happen that day. As he was teaching... As he was teaching, what, what was he doing? He was preaching the Word of God again. Well, what, what's he famous for? Teaching the Word, healing. That's why, that's, why he was, that's, why, that's why he was heard of around everywhere. He was famous for healing and teaching the Word. He was famous for taking your faith from here and bringing it to here. Amen? Because when he taught the Word, he believed it. Right? He wasn't just teaching to get you to believe something. He believed it first. And he believed it so much that the compassion within him got it to you. Because when you really believe in something, you can't stand for other people not to have it. Why? Because you have the love of God in you. If you want to keep it for yourself, it ain't a godly gift. It ain't, God doesn't give you nothing just for you. Everything He gives us, He gives us to share. Amen? Your healing could get way more people healed. Right? Yeah, be healed. Be healed. Amen? It says he was teaching the Word. He was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the laws sitting by, which were come out of every town in Galilee. So he had all the preachers and, and teachers and all the bigwigs were out there. 
Glory to God. Must have been preaching good, and some of them must have been listening because there was faith in the room. Amen? A lot of people say, ah, he's preaching those people don't want to hear anymore. There was faith in the room for now till till, till later when he messed with their tradition. Right? There was faith in the room right now. It says, it says, out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. So the power of the Lord was present to heal every person there. Because that, that's what the power, the, when the power of the Lord's present, every person is a candidate to be healed. Guess what? In this room tonight, the power of the Lord is present. Every person in here is a candidate to be healed. Amen? And when Jesus heals, He heals all. And if you are, if you are part of all, everybody in here part of all? I got any alls in here? Yeah, y'all are y'all. Yeah. There's the alls. Glory to God. The power of God, the Lord was present to heal them. Glory to God. And behold, some men brought a bed, brought a man. Why? Because they heard Jesus was there. He was famous. For what? Healing. What? Can't you just see these guys? These guys, man, they're like, oh, we have heard it, brother. We have heard it. We have heard it. He's here. The Messiah's here. He's coming to town tonight, and you got to get there. You have got to get there. And they're excited. Why? Because Jesus is here. Healing is available. It's, they're stirred up. That's how we got to get. You got to get excited about the healing word of God. And they weren't excited for them, they weren't sick. They'd be healed. But they had a friend, and when they heard that Jesus was coming, He's famous for healing. we got to go get Joe, because Joe, he wants to be healed. And they went, they, they got him, and they got their friend. And they're excited. They are excited. They're not like, oh, come on, maybe you'll get healed. We sure hope you get healed, Joe, because we're tired of taking you to these meetings. We took you to five, six healing meetings. You ain't got nothing. You know what? In fact, Joe, we don't even know if it's God's will to heal you, but we're going to try this Jesus guy. No. No. They heard the Messiah. They heard that the, the Holy One, the Lord God Almighty Himself in the flesh, was coming to town. And because He was coming, my friend who hasn't walked, he can be healed. And they were excited. I bet you that when they couldn't get in the door, that roof didn't look very hard to them at all. No way. They, they probably brought tools with them. They said, we don't care if we can't get in the door. we got tools right here. We will get in the roof. You are getting in here today, Joe. Because Jesus is here and He's famous for healing all. Amen? He's famous. For, for taking the sick and making them well. He's taking for taking the lame and helping them walk. He's the blind and making them see. He's famous. And when you leave here today, Joe, you're leaving walking. And Joe's getting excited. Why? Because he's hearing about the fame of Jesus from his friends. He's saying, get me there. I want to see Jesus. Glory to God. That's how excited we are. If sickness somehow gets a grip on us, we should say, oh, oh, no, no, no. 
I, I know Jesus. I'm a child of the King. I was healed before sickness existed. They say, how could you be healed before sickness existed? Because He went all the way back before the foundations of the earth and healed me. He wanted to make sure that sickness had no dominion over my life, that sin had no... So He went back before time existed and put healing and salvation in place for me and you. Glory to God. Before the foundations of the world were formed. Glory to God. I'm getting excited. Why? Because sick people are going to get well. This, this isn't about acting excited. It's about being excited. Jesus is famous for healing you. He's famous for healing me. Don't got to be sick no more. Glory to God. Flu season ended for us back before the foundations of the earth. When they say it's flu season, oh really? We only live in healing season. Yeah, that's all we do. Sorry. Flu will have to go somewhere else. We don't have time for it. fact is, we know that the flu is defeated, so we're going to follow it around everywhere it tries to go. We're going to tell them about Jesus. Huh? Every time we see somebody says, I got, I got the flu coming on me, we say, good news, good, good, good news. Jesus is famous for healing. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. And they lowered him. You guys know the story after that. He got healed. What did Jesus see when he looked up there? He saw their faith. He saw their excitement about what was most certainly going to happen. That's faith. Faith is an excitement about what, what has to happen. It's going to be. You came before Jesus. Healing is next. Right? It's like the succession of how it works. It's like, I heard the Word. I came saw Jesus. I got healed. Boom, there you're done. Right? That's it. And people say, well, but what about that? There's no what about. Don't ask more questions. Questions, questioning God is a distraction to his power. Questioning God is a waste of your time. If 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 he gave you the answer most of the time, you would be offended. <laughs> Boy, that got quiet, didn't it? Well, if he gave you the answer, he'd know you could handle it. So if he gave you the answer when you couldn't handle it, you'd be offended. You'd get your spiritual pride up. Well, I was too believing. Well, it says all things are possible to him believes. Well, I was believing and it wasn't possible to me. Is one of them wrong, the Scripture or you? Amen? Hey, I don't need to know the whys. Right? I don't, I'm not looking for an excuse not to be healed. Right? People say, well, it's been now three years and I've been... Don't stop! Amen. Guess what? Be healed tonight. Amen. Guess what? Be healed immediately. Yeah. You know how quick this man with the palsy got up off his mat? Immediately. Right. If you just look through the Bible, look at how many people Jesus healed, and, and guess how many times it says immediately. Yeah. Almost every one of them. Yeah. Do you know there's not one that says they went away sick? No one ever came to Jesus and went away sick. No one ever came to Jesus and went away the same as they were before. They didn't. Even people that missed it, like the rich, rich, rich young ruler. I can speak. He's about to go into tongues right there. 
Huh? The rich young ruler, you know. It says he went away sad. Why did he go away sad? The word, t- the word cut him. It called him out. You know what? The, the, the word's done that to you before. It's done that to me. God's told you things and you're like, oh man, I can't do that. And you went away and it bothered you. And it bothered you. And it bothered you. Why? Because you got the Holy Ghost. And it bothered you. And it bothered you. And then one day you said, oh, I can do it. And you got obedient. We don't know that that man didn't come back three, two months later and say, I, I, Jesus, I gave it all up. I'm with you. You don't know what happened after that. Hmm? We wouldn't want to judge somebody who went to hell because they had money. Right? <laughs> Did I lose somebody? <laughs> Glory to God. Go to... Let's not go there. We're in, let's see where we're going. Go to Hebrews 4. We know that Jesus preached the Word, and we know that faith came. And the reason we know faith came is because healing happened. And, and the Word mixed with faith always brings results. The Word mixed with faith always profits. Amen? In, in Hebrews 4.2, it says, For unto us was the gospel preached. What's the gospel? How Jesus of Nazareth was anointed by God and went about doing good, healing all those that were oppressed of the devil. Right? If, he, if you got saved and you were never sick, you still got healed because you were oppressed of the devil. Anybody that's not saved is oppressed of the devil. Right? Because you're there to do whatever he wants because you don't got no Jesus. Right? You got no Jesus. You got nothing. Right? I need me some Jesus all the time. Because without Jesus, ain't good. It ain't pretty. Obnoxious really would be the word. Really. Yeah. You know, I always tell my wife that I'm glad I met her after I got out of high school. Because she would have never hung out with me in high school. Ever. Ever. Glory to God. (laughs) We serve a big God. He does big things. You know what I was thinking about when I was thinking about uh, in Joshua where they rode in on God's coattails. His fame gave them free pass. Amen? You know, that's, that's why we are. Jesus' fame gives us free pass. We ride everywhere we go on Big Brother's coattails. Amen? I remember when I was in high school, when I was a freshman, I may have told you guys this story before. When I was a freshman in high school, my brother was a senior. And, and he, he was mean. He's not mean anymore, so he's right there. He's not mean. <clears throat> but I didn't ever get beat up. Why? Because he was famous for beating people up. <laughs> I never got beat up. Glory to God. Because of his fame, I was well. <laughs> Glory to God. Because of the fame of Jesus. Because of who our big brother is. Glory to God. We don't have to be attacked and, and driven down and beaten on. And we, you know, people say, oh, you know, the, the devil's just got me down. Devil don't have to get us down. Life doesn't, you know, life doesn't have to throw you lemons so you can make lemonade. I don't like lemons. You know, people say, oh, if it throws you lemons, just make lemonade. If it throws you lemons, throw them back. (laughs) You know what? Have lemonade before you got lemons. Don't have the lemons. Wake up in the... You know, some people ask me all the time, they say, how are you doing? I say, I'm doing great. 
Why? Because I don't care how I'm doing. I'm doing great. I don't, and when I ask people that, I'm not asking them so they can tell me how bad it is. I'm giving them an opportunity to speak the truth. Amen? We should always ask one another how we're doing. Why? It gives us one more opportunity to glorify God. Amen? You, you want to know how I'm, I'm healed? I'm prosperous? I, <laughs> what else do you want me to be? I am everything God made me to be by the grace of God. Glory to God. And, and, and today, at the end of the day, when everything's said and done, I'll be the winner. Because I was the winner before I woke up. Amen? And, and it can't be taken away from me. It cannot be taken away from me. Glory to God. For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So you could hear the word, not, be, not mix it with faith, and it would have no effect. Well, what, what's, what's, what's he saying? This is, it's the same thing as traditional thought. Tradition is not faith. Tradition is to, to minimize the word, not to maximize it. Right? We want to take the power out of it so I look okay. Right? Yeah. If I can take the power out of that, that verse, then I'm going to be okay because it's not my fault. I can fail. It's not my fault. Nothing I can do about it. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes it rains. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a thought that is a you thought. It's not a God thought, and it has nothing to do with God. Anytime you take a verse and twist it to meet your, your, your experience or lack of experience, you've now held it powerless, right? Go to Mark 4. Mark 4. Mark 4 something. We'll look at it. It's in the Bible. Mark 4, Mark, I'm sorry, Mark 7. Mark 7, 13. Look at it in the Amplified Bible. Mark 7, 13. Thus you are nullifying, making void, and of no effect the authority of the Word of God through your tradition, which you in turn hand on. So not only, see that, and that's what he's saying, when you hand that on, you're making God unfamous. In the church today, we got way too many people deciding what God did and why He did it instead of sticking with the Word of God. Amen? Amen? We're, we're asking questions that we really don't want answers to, so we make up our own answer, and we make God unfamous. We, we have, we, there are people in the church today that if you ask them if God heals all the time, they would say, absolutely not. But our experience is that that doesn't happen. Absolutely not. But they can't find a scripture to back that up with. That's right. Right? So what they've done is by their tradition, they've made the Word of God, they've taken all the authority away from it. Right. right. Amen? And, and if, somebody says, if somebody says, well, no, I believe God heals all the time. I just don't know why I'm being he- not being healed. You went too far. Cut the last sentence off and throw it away. Stop at I believe God heals all the time. Because what you did with the end of your sentence is you did this. And you may not realize it. You thought it sounded okay. Well, but you just don't know what I'm going through, brother. I do know what you're going through, and I don't want you to go through it no more. Stop that. I've been through it. I've done it. I've questioned God. I said, why? God, why? 
And I should have just been saying, where, God, where? Huh? You don't question God. He's always right. He's always just. He's always good. He's always doing the right thing. He's never failed. He'll never do it wrong. He'll always do it right. He'll always be good. Do I need to say it another way? He's God. And He's not right just because He's God. He's right before He's God. He's right. You know, people say, well, if God said it, it'd, turn, it'd change the word and be that way. You know what? God already knew what He was, wanted before He said it. God spoke His vision. He didn't speak and then wait for the vision to come to pass. Amen. When He said you were healed, He already saw you that way. Amen? When we begin to see that way, we'll begin to see those things. Amen? Glory to God. See ourselves the way God sees ourselves, then the vision will come to pass. Right? Glory to God. I like that. I've never said it like that. I'm happy with it. <laughs> Matthew 9. Thank you, Lord. Matthew 9, verse 26. What's it start out with? And the fame hereof <laughs> went abroad into all the land. Jesus was famous. You know, people that may not like the way I'm saying that. Jesus was famous for being good. He was doing what God wanted all along, and He was showing God's goodness. He was showing God's mercy. And, and that's what confused the, the religious people of that day. They saw Jesus and they believed they knew what God looked like, but Jesus was an exact image of God. And they said, well, now we can't reconcile those two things. God's mean and you have to do what He says. Or else He'll thump you on the head until you do do what He says. And that's never been God. That was, not, that was not even His purpose in putting the law in place. He put the law in place so they could have something to do right. It's kind of like people that quit sending their, quit taking their kids to church and then wonder why they don't turn out good. <laughs> At least you need one opportunity for them to hear the right thing to do. Right? You know, because, you know, in your house, you may not, I'm not saying any of you are like this, but it may not be the right thing every day. At least give them one other, two, two other people to hear. Right? <laughs> huh? Because glory to God. You know what, sometimes Ramsey asks me a question and be like, no, that ain't ever going to happen. I'm so glad that I had somebody else besides Dave's way to give her something else to choose from. You can't choose good if good's never been offered to you. Amen? You want, to have, you want your children to have an opportunity to hear God's good so they, one day they're going to have to choose for themselves. You can keep them in the closet, shut the door, put Bibles in there, and, and, and you know what? One day, one day, they're going to have to choose God for themselves with no pressure from you. I don't care how far away they get from Him, they will have to choose God for themselves. And your only job that you can do at that point is believe what you put in them. And then you're only going to hope you put good stuff in them, aren't you? You're going to hope that you were led by the Lord every now and then and said the right thing. Right? Like when Ramsey said, I wonder who I was going to marry. I said, nobody. 
She was only, what, seven or eight years old? Nobody would be the right answer there. Thank God there was somebody else to tell her that that's not true. You know, now I'm about ready for her to find that person, that very wealthy, wealthy person. He'll be a wealthy man. A godly, wealthy man. A godly man and then a wealthy man. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> and the fame of their hereof went abroad. Oh, you to get off of that, yeah. Start messing with people's kids, man. They're going to start looking at you like kids and money. And when Jesus departed thence, <laughs> I'm not sure where thence is, but he departed to it. Two blind men followed him. Why did the blind men follow him? He's famous. That's exactly right. He's famous for healing people. And they needed to be healed. Amen? Amen? And, and they followed Him. Why? Because they'd heard the Word concerning Jesus. Jesus is here. We don't got to be blind no more. Amen. Amen? Jesus. Let's follow Him. They chased Him down. Chased Him down. Why? Because they were excited. They believed this was going to happen. This wasn't a pipe dream for them anymore. This wasn't something they were going to try. Amen? It wasn't, oh, if we just find Jesus, maybe we could get healed. They knew that if they could get to Jesus, sight was the next thing happening. Amen? Amen? Why? Because He's never failed. There was not one opposing thing against Him. Nobody could come up and say, oh no, we went to Jesus and He didn't heal me. No one could say that. That came with religion. It's still true today. No one can say that truthfully. No one has ever come to Jesus and not walked away healed. You still got to love me. Right? Got to love me. Glory to God. Nobody, nobody has walked away from Jesus that came to Him and, and just like these people came to Him and walked away and said... Now there's an opposing view. There was no opposing view. The only opposing view was the traditions of men taught by the church that day. And they had no Scripture to stand on, and they had no failures to point out. They had to make up failures to get Him, on the, to get him convicted. They had to make up stories. Why? He was perfect. You can't, you can't convict perfect. You have to lie. You know, it's like when people say, I ain't pretty. It's just a lie. I'm pretty. I, I can't help it. I'm just pretty. <laughs> and the two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David. They not only heard about him, they believed who he was. They, they believed what they heard. They called him the son of David. Amen? They called him the son of David. They believed in who he was, and they said, Have mercy on us. Show us your love. You can't go to God and say, Show me some love, and not expect to walk away from there healed. You can't do it. Glory to God. They didn't say, Oh, we're so unworthy, Lord. We're so unworthy. If you could just see your way fit to do anything, I could just lift one eyelid. No. They said, we want our sight. We want to see. And they were excited because they knew. They had heard. 
And they already believed. And so the next step was to see. Glory to God. There's still people being healed right now. Try it. Whatever didn't work, it's working now. It's working. The lump that was there before is gone. It's not there anymore. Glory to God. Glory to God. And then he said, they said, uh, where, where was it? And he, when, he, when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said unto them, believe that I'm able to do this? And they said, well, we don't know. We were sure hoping. Huh? Well, we know some do and some don't. Some say maybe. No, because they didn't have those stupid scriptures. Those aren't scriptures. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he, he says no. And sometimes he says maybe. It's not in the Bible. I've looked. Somebody fooled me with it one time. And I said, where's that at? And God said, I never said it. Religion said it so that it could hold my word captive. Glory to God. Hmm. Believe you that I'm able to do this, they said unto him. That Jesus said unto them. And they said, Yay, Lord. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. Uh-huh. Not only do we believe it, we believe it, believe it, believe it. We, we believe it so much that other people are believing because we believe. Huh? The believing people call us believers. <laughs> uh, brother, more colloquial, colloquialism. Look at that, colloquialism. Huh? Professor Dave, he stepped up. That's right. That's right. Yay, Lord. There's only one more thing to happen after that. Get your sight. He touched their eyes saying, according to your faith, according to what you believed about my fame, according to what you believed about who I am, receive. Receive. Receive what? Receive your sight. This is, it, wasn't, it wasn't the devil's sight. It was your sight all along. Get your sight. That's yours. Take it. Glory to God. We serve such a good God. We serve such, such a good God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. We'll turn to Acts 10.38. Acts 10, let's go to 37, actually, first. What, what happened before? What, what, what happened? They were publishing the Word. Right. <laughs> what, what, what Word were they publishing? See, this is the same Word we should be publishing. Nothing else should ever be said. There should never be an excuse made. There should never be a, an addition to the Word. There should never be anything else to this. The Word published is the Word of God. Don't, don't rewrite it with your emphasis in one place put it just the way it was and they said the that word i say you know which was published throughout judea and began from galilee after the baptism which john preached what was that word it was the gospel verse 38 how god this is the gospel brother copeland just taught on this didn't he this is the gospel glory to god i'm, I'm in good i'm in good company right now thank you lord how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, and He went about doing good and healing all that are oppressed of the devil. It, he didn't quit. Guess what? Jesus didn't get out of that business. What He did was He eternalized it. Is that a word? 
It is today. He eternalized it. Why? By, by, by dying on the cross and raising from the dead, He eternalized this forever. He healed every person that will ever believe. He, he's, he's, he saved every person that will ever ask. He's the provision for every person that ever wants it. He is everything now. And He will be forever. Glory to God. He's the same Jesus yesterday, today, and forever. Look at that verse. We've said it enough times. Hebrews 13.8. Hebrews 13, we'll close with it. Glory to God. It says Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Sometimes. No. no. Jesus Christ, maybe. No. No? No? Not going to go for any of that nonsense? You know why? Because He's famous for doing exactly what the Word said He would do. He's famous for healing all that were oppressed of the devil. He's famous for healing the lame. He's famous for seeking and save those which are lost. He's famous for making people walk. He's famous for making people see. He's famous for taking sickness from the midst of us. He's famous because He's Jesus Christ our Lord. And He's never failed and He never will. He's never failed you. He's never failed me. He's never going to fail. Amen? If you came here today and you're sick, you do not have to leave here the same way you came. The anointing of God is present to heal all those that are oppressed of the devil. And you don't have to leave here with any sickness in your body. You don't have to go that way. Everybody stand to your feet. Glory to God. Glory to God. Is He famous? Is He famous to you? It, it, see, the fame went out and He became famous to these blind men. He became famous to the man on the mat. He became famous to them. Why? They believed in His fame. They believed in what they said He did. They believed in the Word that said they would be healed. They believed in Isaiah when it says He came to, to set the captives free, to make the blind see. He came to preach the Gospel of the Lord. They believed that. Yes. Amen? Amen? Glory to God. All we need to do today, we've heard the Word preached. We heard the Word about our famous Jesus who saved you. How many people in here are saved? If you're not saved here today, receive Jesus as Lord right now because as you receive Him, you'll receive your healing too because you're just as healed as you are saved. Glory to God. So if you're saved, you're healed. People say, well, none of this really makes sense to me. Well, that's because you got too much tradition in your life. Tradition is confusing. The Word's just plain. See, we had to have tradition to confuse us. The Word's simple and plain. We, we were healed by the stripes on Jesus' back. He, he sent His Word and healed us. Amen? He, he carried our, our sickness and bore our disease. He bore our pain. He bore our grief. He's done everything for us. And these aren't stories. They're truth. And He's my Jesus. And He's your Jesus. And tonight, if you'll just believe in that fame, that same fame that they're talking about in the New Testament, you'll be healed. You'll be healed. Glory to God. You got a song? I'm healed. I'm healed. By the power of God, I'm healed. By the power of God, without a doubt, the Lord
Glory to God. You know, these people were excited. They were excited about the Word of God. You know what? If you're not sick in your body, you should be excited right now thinking about somebody you're going to bring to, to get to get healed. You're, you, we should be excited. This Word is exciting. It's stuff that we forget. We forget how good He is. We forget that it's real. We forget that it's truth. We need to get that excitement and say, Oh, oh what I heard tonight, they got to hear it. Because if they'll just hear it, they'll be whole. They'll be healed. If I can just get them down the roof, if I can just get them in front of Jesus, then they're going to be healed. And you, we should be excited about those things. It's not a fairy tale. It's truth. People say, well, you don't know, Brother Dave. I'm losing my mind. They say, I've got this. They say, i got... You, that, that's your mind. You don't, they don't get to tell you you're losing it. You're not losing it. You're keeping it. You have the mind of Christ. So maybe you ought to get rid of your mind and just have my His. Glory to God. Sing this and sing it with the excitement of a person that believes they're going to be healed. Sing it with this excitement of this man that was getting lowered down the roof and all he could see was Jesus. And he's like, I am not coming. I may be coming in the roof, but I'm walking out the door. Glory to God. Sing it again. Lord, we